Hey all, um, can we add uh, Nick uh, from the Gauntlet team? I think he's uh, raising his hand right now. Sweet, thank you. Um, thanks, everyone, for organizing this call. Um, are we still waiting for people on the Spartan Council side, or should we get going? Yeah, I'm just going to announce it now, and we can get started. Great. We're missing two from the Spartan Council, but at least one of those I wouldn't anticipate coming online. I don't know about Ali. I think we could probably get started. All right, go ahead, both. Great, thanks all. Um, so yeah, thanks everyone for, for hopping on this call. Um, we're here to kind of discuss SCCP uh, 249. Um, so it's a parameter recommendation. Uh, we recommend increasing uh, the C ratio from 400% to 425%. So our systems continue to show um, that it is prudent for the synthetic system to risk off. Um, we have um, Nick from the Gauntlet team on the call. So I'll hand over to, to Nick uh, to run through the analysis and happy to uh, address any questions afterwards. All right, yeah, so uh, thanks, Paul. Uh, for those unfamiliar with Gauntlet, our platform leverages agent-based simulation to analyze the market risk affecting protocols. And we recommend parameters that minimize insolvencies and liquidations while maximizing capital efficiency. Our simulation of synthetics analyzes the impact of the global debt pool and SNX stakers' positions as market volatility increases. Uh, as Paul mentioned, we released our latest sets of parameter recommendations for the synthetics last week, SCCP 249, which we recommend an increase of the min C ratio parameter from 400% to 425%. These recommendations are being made against the backdrop of increased volatility, both for SNX as well as the crypto markets at large. In particular, uh, we noticed a sharp uptick of SNX volatility from 94% to 140% this past month. And as I'm sure everyone here is aware of, the price of SNX has fallen since last month. While many users of the synthetics protocol have updated their positions accordingly, the network C ratio has fallen overall. Uh, and there has also been millions of SUSD worth of liquidations, uh, particularly a large one on November 11th, resulted in more debt being distributed to synthetic stakers. And while these metrics are useful heuristics for building intuition, the primary driver of our recommendation is the outputs of our agent-based simulation of the synthetics protocol. 
So, uh, Paul, if you want to drop the first figure in the uh, Gov call chat. Oh, okay, yeah, he already shared them. So, in the first figure, we have a heat map visualization of the insolvent value and SNX liquidated for different values of the min C ratio parameter across different levels of market volatility, according to our simulation. You can see from these heat maps, we have a sizable reduction in both insolvencies and liquidations if we were to increase this min C ratio. Uh, and I guess, you know, in terms of uh, overall aggregate stat, uh, one of the key outputs of our sim that we look to when providing these parameter recommendations is the value at risk, VAR, which is the 95th percentile of insolvencies across simulation runs. The most recent simulation run showed a VAR of 221k if we keep the C-ratio at 400%, but this VAR reduces by around 70% to 58k, if the min C ratio is increased to 425%. Firstly, if the C ratio were to be lowered to, say, 375%, simulations would predict the VAR to increase by almost threefold to 631K. So we believe it will be very risky to lower the C ratio any further from where it is right now. For our parameter recommendations, we also took into account the various uh, choices of C ratio would have uh, on stakers who hope to claim staking rewards. And we're doing this in response to community feedback from previous parameter recommendations. And this is done in conjunction with measuring the mint usage that comes out of our sims. Uh, so this is shown in the second figure we shared uh, with the uh, three or with the green lines uh, in a bar chart, where the top chart is for ETH mainnet and the bottom chart is for optimism. So what these charts show is the total amount of SUSD the top 100 stakers would have to burn in order to claim rewards across the choices of various C-ratios. And in order for all these stakers to claim rewards with a C-ratio of 425, there'd need to be an additional 3.3 million SUSD burned on mainnet and an additional 1.2 million SUSD burned on optimism, which collectively is a 15% increase from the amounts that would need to be burned with a C-ratio of 400% as uh, it is now. So while this does represent an increased burden for synthetic stakers, it trades off an incentive for users to make the protocol safer during these more turbulent times in order to lower the risk of synthetics facing widespread insolvencies. This is why is our recommendation that the C-ratio is raised. And that concludes uh, my presentation. All right, I guess. Uh, yeah, I guess, uh, Paul. I'm not seeing any questions in the, okay. in the Gov call chat. Uh, but if someone on the council has any questions or uh, follow ups on the recommendation. Yeah, and just to add a little bit more color, um, I think one question uh, we get pretty consistently is why do we always uh, in, uh, recommend increasing the C-ratio? Um, and to provide a bit more context on that, it's because our simulations consistently see that under current marking editions, it is a risk-off environment. Um, so the um, gains from reducing capital efficiency um, in terms of reducing risk um, outweigh the cap of the the gains from decreasing risk outweigh the decrease in capital efficiency 
In different market regimes, we may recommend a risk-on framework and do things such as recommend decreasing the C-ratio. Um, but over the last uh, couple of quarters, um, our systems continue to show that it is a risk-off regime. Um, so just want to provide that, that context. And yeah, definitely happy to um, field any questions uh, from the community right now. Uh, but we did kind of want to include not only the um, risk aspects, but also the user experience implications, which is why um, Nick uh, Egan talked about the uh, SUSD that um, would need to be burned in order to, to claim rewards. Um, so yeah, happy to take a pause here and answer any questions. Are they um, froze the SUSD market recently? And I was wondering, I mean, this is a more general question rather than one that relates specifically to the set that you're presenting today. Um, but I was wondering if you've noticed any impact in the debt pool and the risk analysis that you've been doing based on the actions of people who may have previously been staking or lending on Aave or have had positions in Aave? Yeah, I'm not fit to discuss that uh, right now, um, given that we have the, the synthetics team on uh, and not, not our Aave data scientists. Um, but we can circle back on that. But in terms of the, the overall debt pool in synthetics, of course, that's ingested into our simulation runs. So, so why why would we um, consistently increase the minimum collateralization ratio instead of uh, proposing to increase the liquidation ratio and penalty? Yeah, we look across the different parameters and our analysis shows that the C-ratio is um, the most uh, impactful and clear-cut parameter um, in terms of its impact. Um, the liquidation uh, ratio has a bit more complex uh, implications, um, raising and decreasing, um, but happy to, to let Nick provide uh, more, more color here. Um, but our system show that the C-ratio is it's what has the, the clearest impact um, but Nick, happy. Feel free to, to chime in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we did look at you know some other parameters such as the uh, liquidation ratio, the liquidation delay, the liquidation penalties. Uh, but yeah, we did find that the min C ratio was the most effective lever uh, for, I guess, controlling risk in this way. It, it is kind of strange because, like, in, in case we had like. Uh liquidation ratio of 200% and the liquidation penalty of 100%. It's very, very unlikely that someone's gonna, like uh, within 24 hours, um, be delinquent uh, below the 100% uh, collateralization. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Uh, I think there's like certainly a lot of considerations. Uh, at play here and yeah, yeah i guess the reason we have our simulation is to i guess really see what we think would happen if you know the liquidation ratio would be raised all the way to 200 percent i mean for instance there'll be more liquidations taking place most likely uh and that you know may pass on more debt to other stakers and uh i don't think there's a clear answer i guess as far as uh, what the overall um outcome of that would be uh, unless you know we were to run it through a simulation so, yeah, so, I, I the, uh, you know, the, the likelihood of liquidation and solvency there is inherently a probabilistic question. Um, and, you know, 
we, we hear that you say it's it's unlikely. In terms of how we estimate that and the size of that, we just run simulations across different volatility settings. So we'd actually find you know what is kind of the 95th percentile in the case of VAR and LAR. Um, so yeah, that's kind of our methodology for for actually um, trying to predict the the likelihood and and the um, you know what what the scale will look like under those scenarios. Um, but, but agree, yeah, it's is very probabilistic in nature. Yeah, what I meant is that if you have a liquidation ratio of two hundred percent, and someone gets liquidated around one eighty, very very unlikely that SNX will continue to fall by, by another hundred percent within eight hours as to get that account uh, uh, below the 100% level in terms of collateralization. But I understand the point on um, uh, the impact, uh, cascading impact of raising liquidation ratio, which causes a bunch of liquidations for accounts that are below the 200%. Yep, and uh, yeah, that time delay, as you mentioned, is very important. And that time delay is incorporated in our simulations. Um, so we, we do um, factor that in to, to our uh, probabilistic estimates. The time delay is just because of the, um, uh, initially it was set up because of uh, liquidity of SNX. So as to lean against uh, flash uh, crashes that result in a bunch of liquidations. Um, but I think like eight hours is more than it is it is long enough to deter such uh, uh, price manipulation. Uh, unlike the case on Aave where it's instant, you know, and if you manipulate curve up, gets liquidated instantly. So that, that that's why we have the delay. Um, but but my my question is again on on the two hundred percent. So. Um, Let's say we do raise it to 200%. Do you have an idea on how much uh, in terms of additional uh, that gets liquidated? Uh, we can take that back and run our sims on that. Sure, because I see like the network uh, collateralization ratio for stakers is like around the 400% level right now. If I'm not, uh, I at least uh, that was what I, when I checked it uh, yesterday, maybe now it's a bit lower. So I, I had assumed that a lot of the Our stakers six. had, had uh, adjusted. Sorry? So I assumed that uh, stakers had adjusted their positions. Um, and so it would have been less uh, impactful if we raised the liquidation ratio. Yeah, we'll take that back, but we did find that the C ratio increase was uh, the most straightforward impact uh, when it came to VAR and LAR, uh, but we can, we can circle back on that. No problem. Thank you. Um, does anyone on the council have any questions or do you need any more information before we can put this up for a vote? Oh uh, yeah, hi. Uh, I, I'm sorry, I missed the first part of it. So uh, maybe I'm not a bit up to date with things, but I had a few comments about this. So uh, I think we need to take a bird's eye view of how we've been managing the risk for uh, you know SNX. So let's let's go back a little. Uh, a couple of months back, you know when uh, the count when the council was getting re-elected, that time we uh, 
we had an we had an SECP about raising the uh, C ratio from 350 to 400, and the price in mind was largely around uh, 3.5 dollars. That's that was one one of the conditions, but that 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 was the general thinking back then. Okay, so so we tried the carrot approach of uh, you know uh, trying to get people uh, a higher C ratio and trying to get people to claim rewards. That did not work, and now we are almost at half the price. Less than half, actually, if you consider it to be three point five dollars, and now we are moving from four hundred to four twenty five percent. So prior to this, we'd also tried the stick approach, which was to have a heavy, heavier liquidation penalties. And uh, did did that work? I don't think so because the C ratio on uh, mainnet is around two seventy five. And there, there was this theory that people had uh, assets to burn and they were just sitting on it. I don't think that worked. So just, just to put things in perspective, uh, Mainnet has about two-thirds of our stakers and uh, OP has around one-third of it. So I'm not sure what kind of an approach we are taking when we are trying to save the system from more risk when two-thirds of our stakers are struggling and one-third of them are apparently near just 400. They're just about managing. So I'm not sure when you talk about, you know, everyone says, we're trying to make it a better system. And I, I would just urge people to think more, more deeply about what the system actually is. So the system is basically composed of stakers who are well off, who, who may be doing brilliantly. And there are also the ones who are below the liquidation, uh, you know, below uh, the, the underwater stakers. They're, they're not below liquidation. So the, those are the two ends of the spectrum and when when we say we're trying to save the system and make it better it is essentially a choice that we're making of you know like uh, we, we've been increasing the c ratio to save whom the, the ones who are already better off or you could look at it conversely and try to ask you know we uh, changing the c ratio to sacrifice whom those, those who are worse off so it's it's essentially a choice when you're talking about the system and its health so, uh, Start a little you know, bit of context we, to uh, the beginning of Anna's um, description of um, the history of the CD ratio changes. Um, the change from 400 to 350 was initially motivated by um, the willingness to serve the exceptional circumstances that were brought about by the um, liquidation of positions. It was only ever intended as a temporary measure. So by beginning um, your monologue there with the raise from 350 to 400, you've kind of set a false baseline. 400 no, no, was where I we have, started. Uh, we dropped no, no, it to 350 I, I, temporarily in order to allow for yes, we did. I, I, I circumstances mentioned that it was... to be passed. And then we, when we dropped it, we had the intention to raise it back up again. So portraying yes, it, I, I as, it was um, one, one of the conditions being used to victimize stakers with a lower C ratio is quite inaccurate. No, I, I mentioned it was one of the conditions. It was either two acceptable uh, circumstances that led us to decrease it. Uh, may, may I respond? I, I think there's a lag between the uh calls you know so if you can just wait till he finishes please and now now you can yeah. go 
Okay, uh, so yeah, I, I think I mentioned, or if I didn't, it was one one of the conditions uh, based upon which C ratio would be changed. So I'm I'm just trying to highlight that at that time the thinking was uh, 3.5 dollars would be a price where we could uh, possibly increase. Either it was two weeks or uh, 3.5 dollars. So I'm just trying to highlight that that was the price that we were thinking of about uh, going for a C ratio of 400. And now we are almost half of it, and we're trying to increase it from 400 to 425. So that that's what I'm trying to highlight. The, I mean, I, I get it that you know Gauntlet says that uh, the price is not a good heuristic to uh, calculate, uh, you know, what the optimal C ratio should be. But should it be so divorced from the price, and should it we should we just move in the opposite uh, direction where the price has halved and we're still going on increasing the C ratio? I mean, does it not put the holds of those who are worse off at more risk of getting liquidated and you know suffering the consequences of this? I'm sure though the ones higher up would be more than happy to you know go go ahead and with such changes. Week, we were implying that we were relying solely on Gauntlet in establishing our C ratios, and now you're portraying no, Gauntlet no, 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 as no, this that's, externality no, that's, that that's, that's incorrect. That's incorrect. I I corrected myself. I said they they are the ones in charge of as about uh, the risk of uh, you know th uh, what kind of risk the system faces is that incorrect please correct me if i'm wrong you mind restating sorry yeah so uh, so that uh, so th those are points that i think we should think more deeply about you know when it's it's very nice and it sounds fancy when we talk about the system as such but the system is this spectrum of stakers who are going to suffer, uh, who are going to suffer or do well according to you know the decisions we make. So I think we should be more mindful of such changes when we're going about going about making them. Okay, then uh, the other thing was uh, so I, I noticed this change as well uh, in Gauntlet's uh, report earlier. They were uh, let, let me just try and get that picture. Oh. Okay, so earlier they had a lot of changes to suggest like this. Uh, just pasted it in GovCall chat. And uh, this time, uh, I don't know what the cause was, but this time it's only uh, the recommendation for a C-ratio change. And they, they didn't have anything to say about the, the other parameters. So that, that's another thing that maybe Gauntlet can shed more light upon. And it, it just seemed seemingly vanished and you know, it says those parameters cease to matter anymore. Then the other thing is uh, we have also been, uh, al we've almost been following Gauntlet's advice to the T about raising C ratios. And we've done it, you know, I mean, I have been an exception and voting no to this, but we have done it. And uh, we're still seeing that uh, SUSD has been recommended to be frozen by Gauntlet itself. So uh, I'm not sure how things match up over here. So uh, that that's what I had to say. Thank you. Uh, Nana, um, first, thanks for referencing our um, our dashboard. Um, one thing I would clarify is that we, per you know, per the engagement, we provide parameter recommendations on a monthly basis or as needed. On the dashboard, it shows current value and gauntlet recommendation, um, but. I think it's a little bit confusing, actually. That's actually not the um, recommended change in that case. That's just like a, a dashboard feature. We're going to revise the dashboard so that this confusion doesn't happen in the 
future. But um, for for future reference, um, the only time Gauntlet provides a recommendation is if we actually go discuss with you all whether or not we provide a recommendation. Um, so that that screenshot isn't to say that this is the optimal this is the optimal parameters. It's just more of a um, a dashboard feature we have to clean up. If that makes any sense. Yeah, it does. But uh, I mean, in all fairness, it says at the top gauntlet recommendation. So I'm not sure what else I was supposed to make of it. Yeah, no, it's it's yeah, it's definitely something that we should should have clarified. Um, and and we clarify with some members of the community, but we probably should have done it more and more broadly. Um, so yeah, um, if if no recommendation directly from Gauntlet to like the chats, uh, then it's it's not an, it's not a recommendation. But we're cleaning that up on the dashboard. Okay, and uh, what do you guys think about uh, you know mainnet having a C ratio of around two eighty? So I think two thirds of the network is stressed, and one third is probably doing okay. So if if I mean when you talk about the system health, should we not be considering you know two thirds of the network rather than the one third? Well, what are we trying to save them from? That that's what um, I mean. I I'm trying to strive towards a more holistic understand. Uh, understanding of the risk of towards the system. So the, the, that's what I'm striving for. So are, are you suggesting, Nana, that the parameters on mainnet and versus optimism should be different? Just to just to clarify. Because from, from our understanding, the, the SPAR Council has communicated us to in the past that, you know, a limitation is that the parameters on mainnet and um, optimism should be the same. So that was the, the limitation we were. I'm not sure if it should be or shouldn't be the same, but uh, my my primary uh, point is that you know the you can see the stress on the network on two thirds of the network, which is mainnet, and the one third is doing fine. So I'm I'm not sure how how it should be. Maybe maybe you can shed more light on it. Yeah, so we incorporate data from both optimism and and mainnet come up with these recommendations. So um, in that sense, where our, our our simulations aim to have a holistic view. Um, but in terms of you know specific users, et cetera, um, you know, we we gather data on that, but it's not like we are prioritizing one type of user over another type of user. Could we possibly have a breakdown of uh, you know the value at risk and liquidation at risk and uh, how how it's broken down between L1 and L2? Maybe that would help shed more light. Yeah, I'll, I'll take that back to our team. But Nikki, again, feel free to, to chime chime in if, if you like. Um, I think uh, I think Nick is raising his I hand. I think he dropped off. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Nick is raising his hand right now. So if we can give him permissions, I'll be. Yeah, I'm trying to. <clears throat> uh, yeah, thank you. Sorry, I got disconnected and then reconnected. But yeah, uh, we can certainly get back to you about uh, the breakdown of RNLAR for uh, mainnet versus optimism. 
That's something that uh, I guess is kind of combined together in the simmer now, uh, but we can easily break it out. So optimism okay, is like at 400 active and and mainnet is like at 275 active. So that, that that's the difference. It, I don't know if like it would be very controversial to change the series ratio on of one network versus the other. Like assume we just like raise the mainnet one because mainnet is not claiming, but maybe that won't um, wouldn't help uh, raising the network C ratio since the optimism ones are the ones that are pushing the C ratio up. So it's kind of a, a, a dif difficult situation to be in to change one C ratio, not both. Only maybe we just let 400 be. Sorry? Maybe we just let 400 be as it is. <laughs> Well, the, the gauntlet guys are saying that we need to raise it to lift the C ratio of the protocol altogether because you have like uh, uh, uncertainty, risk of, and and lifting the C ratio during these times will, would help um, support a better collateralization ratio at the network level. Yeah, so, I mean, so that, I just that, to... that's what their models are saying. And basically, it makes sense. Uh, in, in case you have, uh, in case you have like uh, prices going down, you need to kind of tighten the belt a bit. It's kind of like uh, during um, um, when you have like a margin call, you top up the margin, you know? It's the same kind of situation. Yeah, but I think, uh, in my view, at least those uh, the stakeholders who are underwater, if if we go down, are going to be liquidated anyway. So might might as well let that happen organically. And you know, as Gauntlet themselves say, liquid liquidations are a part of any healthy protocol. So I don't know. Maybe Gauntlet can shed more light on that. Yeah, li liquidations are are part of you know, are healthy part of any protocol. However, our simulations, as Caleb said, um, this change um, has shown to to uh, impact a 70% decrease in insolvency in our simulations. Uh, so that's kind of a risk-reward trade-off that we recommend for the protocol. Um, you know, from the user perspective, you know, we agree it's important, um, which is why we kind of include those charts. So the SUSD burn uh, would be around 3 million greater um, on, on mainnet uh, for first takers who claim rewards, and an optimism is around 1.3 million uh, greater um, SUSD burn. Uh, so yeah, we wanted to provide that information as well, but there's a, a meaningful uh, decrease in insolvency potential um, from, from this parameter rec. Uh, so yeah, to just hopefully that the context makes more sense. Thanks. All right, if there are no other questions, I think everyone's ready to vote. After um, maybe you, you share the information 
that was requested by uh, Nana on the uh, different uh, uh, situations of the different chains. Unless anyone has any questions, let's call it a day. All right. Thank you, everyone, for oh, joining another, us today. Uh, sorry, sorry. Yeah. So, why, so sorry. Why, why, why do you like at the last second decide <laughs> no, to say something? Huh? I just remember okay, something. Go ahead. So, go so ahead. last thing I had also requested uh, for the um, VAR and LAR values to be shown over over time instead of you know just numbers for that particular recommendation because then the, that gives us a better perspective how, of how things are changing. Because very often what happens is, you know, those numbers are shown and those numbers look huge to us. I mean, that that's how the human mind works. You know, you see big numbers and then you say, okay, this must be big. But over time, uh, how they're changing would give a better context of uh, the risk that is posed to the system uh, with moving prices and, you know, changing situations. So that, that would be helpful if possible. Thanks. Yeah, I'll relay that back to our product team. Um... But yeah, sounds good. Uh, Caleb will provide Caleb. Uh, we will provide those details, and then um, I, I guess the next step is just put up the snapshot vote, Caleb. Yeah, yeah, no worries. I can I can set up the vote if uh, you guys okay. want. Cool, cool. Okay, thank you, everyone. All right, thanks all. Thank you.